All right, welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to the What on Earth podcast. Today it's me, Max. You may know me. Yeah, and me too, Ethan. (laughs) No, this is Jawadi, not Ethan. Might have heard of me. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have definitely heard of this guy. Um, My voice is shot to bits. I'm not sick. It's just wrecked. So expect expect voice cracks. I'm not going through puberty. I've just been yelling a lot. No, I just noticed. Yeah, bro. Sounds like you have a bit of a cold. I don't. I'm not sick. It's from yelling at kids. Oh, for the coaching? Yeah. And also for fun, you know. If I see a child in the sh- in the streets, yeah, I'll just yell just at him. Wild them yeah, <laughs> you know. But today we're going to be doing a quick little episode about, I think, times we failed in business. I think we're going to limit it to business because I've got Jawadi here who is a known businessman. In the community. I'm trying to be a businessman. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's uh, interested in these, uh, in business, heavily interested for as long as I can remember, pretty much. Um, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would say so. And I'd say also pretty knowledgeable. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll be sharing some stories about these things. I want to start off by talking about two years ago, I was um, into Shopify dropshipping. If you guys don't know what that is... Um, Jawadi obviously knows, but... Yeah, it's like a trend. Do you want to explain well, it? Well, here's the thing. I, I Like, there's a very... Like, there's a dropshipping way of going on. There's, like, all these, you know, self-help guys. They're talking about how you can make money and get rich from dropshipping. But they don't really... What drop sh- All dropshipping really is, is not holding inventory. Yeah. So, it, essentially, what these guys are doing, the new wave, is they're setting up these Shopify stores. Shopify is a website builder, and it's extremely easy to use. You don't need to know any coding or anything to use it. You essentially go, they have their, like, you know, website builder tools, and you go click on a bunch. Of, it, it's a visual website builder, so you, they show you a bunch of different things, and you just click on what you like. Yes, it's very easy. Right, it's extremely easy. You can get a, with no website building knowledge at all, you can go set up a Shopify account and have a website up and running within 15 minutes. Like, it's not going to be a great website, but that's the bottom line. It's extremely easy to build a website with these guys. Obviously, you know, when you make a website, you have to keep editing it, and it's much harder to get an actual website that can produce, like, or that can sell something, you know? Yeah. That works as, like, a funnel to actually collect payments and earn income. Mm-hmm. But you, it's, it's pretty easy to set up a Shopify website, bottom line. And so what these people started doing is they started setting up these Shopify, like, website, websites where they sell something. You know, there's a bunch... There's a bunch of uh, products that are, yeah, well, no, products that are, that people are selling on, like, AliExpress and Alibaba is what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Right? So... Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the other thing you need to understand. There's these two websites, which are essentially Chinese suppliers, which where they give goods for extremely cheap if you buy in bulk. You know, mm-hmm. so wholesale people, they can go and get the things for wholesale prices from these websites. And so AliExpress and Alibaba are those two. And so you can go and you can find cheap prices on just about anything if you want to buy 10 or 100 of them. Yeah. So people started using Alibaba and AliExpress as these suppliers. And they'd find these products that they could sell for a, a decent margin. You know, they'd buy something and they'd get be getting the product for like three fifty, and they're, they're selling it for 20 bucks, 25 mm-hmm. bucks, sometimes even more lucrative if they had, at the beginning know, they of, to. at the beginning of the rise of dropshipping, it was like much, much higher. It was like, because people didn't know about this, but as time went on, people were starting to figure out like that and, and prices got more competitive and everything got saturated, but go on. Right, and also some people they would keep their like their margins strategically lower because and they'd go for like 
lower margin, but they get more volume. Now. Yeah, yeah. That, it's like the discount discounting model, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then uh, from there, um, you know, all these guys started talking about it, all these self help guys, all like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, the people who go on entre- viral from giving good entrepreneurial tips. Yeah. They all started t- drawing attention to this, and you know, it's become. I, I don't know if it's become too saturated, but a lot more people are doing it now than two years ago, three years ago. You know, and two and years, it, three years ago, it was still saturated. Right, it, it's become more competitive. But all drop shipping, really, so that's not what that's what most people will, t- will think drop shipping means. You know, it's that kind of practice. But the, all drop shipping really is yeah. is if you're selling a product, you either hold like you're holding inventory, you're getting inventory yourself, mm-hmm. or you Up have front. like a supplier. You know, yeah. someone who's supplying you. And you tell your supplier, listen, don't send it to me ever. Because from me, it just goes to point. Like, I'm point B, yeah, you're point it's A. it's cutting and it yourself goes to point out. C, the customer. So instead of A to B to C, I want you to go A to C. Yeah. I want you to send it to the customer directly as I send you these orders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really just good communication between your supply chain and, you know, yeah. realizing that they're all business partners and everybody eats like in the most efficient way because mm-hmm. you can sell it's just it eliminates so much expense for you so you can get your price even lower and that increases the margin even if you're selling at the same price that, that's what drop shipping really is point a to point c from the supplier ship into the consumer yeah yeah and um yeah basically you just plug in these products on your website and you get an order and just send it to straight to the supplier as as Jawadi said and uh, the rise of this was probably about three, three and a half to four years ago um, when it became known and grew in popularity. And about two years ago now, I I tried it out. I had two different stores, uh, one with a friend and one by myself. And um, I don't know, like it, it just didn't really work out. The one, like, the thing Did is that... Did you buy one of the courses, though? Is that Because the, the reason it got popular was because these guys started making courses on how to do it. Yeah. They trying to sell you their courses, you know? So they were buying a lot of YouTube and Facebook ads and, like, you know, Google ads. That's also a big one. And they try and sell you their <laughs> courses through re- get, reaching people who are interested in making money like that or, you know, like, entrepreneur interested in going the entrepreneurial route. There's, like, listen, you can really do this right now and I'll show you how. Here's the course, yeah. give me $500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the... I, I, so how did you like? How did you hear about it? Was it? Did you get one of the courses? No, I did get not, one. Not for five bills. I know you. Like, yeah, I know not for that. But like better with your money than that. Yeah, it's just an absurd. No, no, no. I bought a course. Actually, a very real example that a lot of people. Do. Yeah, yeah, I bought a course, but um, I didn't hear about it from that. I, I think it was actually Nick who told me, like Nick Moss. Yeah, who's he had the idea, first of doing that. And he was the friend that we I started a store with. That's funny. Me um, and him and Bilal were uh, talking about doing that with like um, some like dog toys. I think that's like, what like me and Nick toy. ended up doing. Remember? Yeah, you know where he heard about it from? <laughs> you? Ty, no, Ty Lopez. Oh yeah. Yeah, he should. Well, he put no. He kind of put. Me Aren't you like an ex too. like Ty Lopez fan? Or are you? Thing yourself? is, he has a lot of good knowledge that he shared. He read, the guy reads a lot of books and essentially writes summaries about some of the best ideas he picks up in those books. You know, you're going to get some good content from him. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, on a personal level, I, I don't really like his personality that much. He's a, he's very like, yeah. I find him to be kind of arrogant. Like he's talking about, listen, I'm making all this money because of that. I don't know. I, <clears throat> That's the guy who... I, I don't, 
I, I do listen to some of his content. I think he has some good content, but personality-wise, he's a little bit too strong of a personality yeah. for me. Um, when I was doing Shopify or trying to, I was, like, more interested in... What's it called? Or, like, I was more interested in these things, like the sales, sales like, aspect of it. But I don't know. It's, at some point, it kind of didn't resonate with me anymore. Like, the people that... I felt like these people were lying through their teeth about a lot of things. Like about the money they were making? Partially. And I, I also like felt like... Yeah. And also just some of the things that they say about like... The thing... Okay. The thing with these YouTube like gurus, <laughs> you know, these guys, <clears throat> they make... They uh, say they they come up. Coming to mind right now? Are you talking no, no, no. About there's like a bunch. Like the there's a bunch. Kind of there's like a whole, the whole these category. Of, like, these guys... The whole category. These guys, like, I know a lot of them. They just, uh, you know, they make a few bucks on Amazon or or Shopify. They keep it as proof. And then they, like, have a course. And they're like, let me show you how to do it. And they do it on YouTube. And they keep uploading these videos. And all their money comes from courses in YouTube. And they're posting, like, the same, like, paychecks basically over again. Yeah. Not, not I feel like some of them probably are like that. Some, there no, is a, there's a lot of there's a big market these days. This massive. is the, this is the fake it till you make it generation. That's yes. what I say. But also, wait, hold that thought for but, a second. Uh, there's also guys like Gary Vaynerchuk. I think Gary but Vaynerchuk's he's not really in this, out though. here doing this. Like, he doesn't sell courses. He's kind of, but he, he's in the same kind of genre as these guys. Like I wouldn't categorize him as that. He doesn't sell courses. You're right. He, he does, doesn't sell. He, he doesn't sell. He actually he does like marketing consulting essentially. Yeah, That's but he's really not like a. He's not like these guys at all, I would say. Right. Okay, I so say he's completely different. Yeah, well, some of the guys selling the course, I think. I yeah, but yo, how many followers have you got on Instagram from, like, some guy who, like, bought a ton of followers and it's, like, some teenager in a suit. It's, like, I'm a life coach or, like, I'm a social media marketer. How many of those guys have you seen? Yeah, I've gotten some of those. That That's the shit, like, that I think about when I, when I see these guys. Um who are clearly just making their money from YouTube. But, dude, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just say, like... Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't... It's a hustle, really. It's yeah. people trying to get money. They're trying to put money in their pockets, you know? They're trying to put food on their table. That's cool. Do, yeah. do your thing. But the thing is, don't be... Don't like, lie about it. Exactly. You don't... The, the way you make your money is important, though, you know? Because like, they can go the route of trying to finesse, which a lot of these guys have done. They're trying mm -hmm. to, like, swindle people out of money and just get fast money, you know, for not really doing anything to yeah. earn it. But if someone's posting, like, the real way to do these things, to make an account like that, is you just have to post all kinds of great content constantly where you're giving people free stuff, free tidbits, free information on what yeah. craft, you know? You give them, like, a hundred things, and then they after you've given them a hundred things, they really, like, kind of take you in more. And then they go and they see what your main product is, and, you know, then they spend the money. And at that point, you really earn their money. You know, the customer is very satisfied, and you're making the money, and it's a long-term sustainable way. If they're doing it like that, it's great. But, but the problem is a lot of these guys aren't doing it like that. Yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to basically, they, they look at like how much money, like the, how much their lifetime cost or the, the lifetime amount of money they can get from this customer, you know? Yeah. But the thing is that these guys aren't giving for real to me. Giving is giving without expecting in return. These guys are giving with the like hope and expectation that these people will like buy 
their five hundred dollar social right. media I, I class. Right, I absolutely agree after. with that. Given with expectation is not really given. Yeah, you given, and that's the and you know what, bro? In order for it to really work and be an authentic, good model that's long term sustainable, you can't you can't give that way. Yeah, you have to really be given because people. Yes, when there's exactly. strings attached to something that someone's given, like you're, that you're giving, or there's like an undertone to your post, like I've given you this now, you kind of owe me something. Yeah, people don't fuck with that. Yeah. You know, excuse my French. No, that's why I, that's what I said. Like, I feel like a lot of these guys are just like, kind of like liars about a lot of the things. And they're like, hey, I'm giving you guys more than anyone else. Like, look at how much I'm giving you. Now and go they, buy and this. And now like, go check out my click funnel. you know, go yeah. into the first stage and of now, the funnel. And now uh, your seven day trial's over. Go pay $1,000 for this course. It's, I don't know, I just find I it. hate that shit too. I hate when people, when they bring brands try and entice you to get, like, I'm sure it's very effective and it works. That's why they keep doing it. But when yeah. they try and entice you with like a three day or seven day free trial and then they want to, like, they're hoping, 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 fingers crossed. This guy forgets that he has, like, that he's engaged in the free trial and he's going to let us keep billing him, you know, because he just doesn't, he's not on top of yeah. his money like that, you know? I hate that. I know. That's why as soon as I do any free trial, giving, I go bro, and check. That's cha- the like, epitome of what fake giving is. Yeah, fake. It's something that's you know, very what the, frustrating. But then also, the, there's instances where they can do it in like an appropriate way. Like, for example, Amazon with Amazon Prime. Amazon gave me Amazon Prime for six months. That's really giving me something I found. Yeah, you know, because it depends. It for a, a long enough period of time. That was like, I very much enjoyed that for six it's months. It's not just it that. Good and I decided, okay, it's not I just that. Keep it's something it. you actually want. Like, you're going to Amazon to find, like, you're going to Amazon, like, you're going to YouTube, right? Like, you're not being, like, retargeted by different companies, like, like, that you've never heard of, that you don't actually want something from, that you're not looking for. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, 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 YouTube. I understand your point, but the thing about targeted marketing is they can find the people who want their product, and it's just the methodology they start using. They're like, all right, now, here's a free taste, you know, and they hope you just forget about it, because people, they have very, it's a very ADD society. People don't have great attention spans, you know. After a day, people tend to forget about, like, oh, that free trial that I started two days ago, you know, and they'll use the service, and they're just like, whatever. Or they don't use it. That's the worst one. That's when, like, when people get the free trial, they get it, like, they're preoccupied with it for a day, two days, and then they don't use it at all yeah you know and the, the phone the app just kind of stays there and they get they, meanwhile they keep getting charged for it and if it's like a small amount if you're getting charged like seven eleven dollars a month fifteen dollars a lot of people they just don't it's not enough to make them care yeah i and you use the term add society just as a quick side note i don't know if i really believe in add in this modern day i think that well, well, actually, elaborate on that. I don't every, know what you mean by that. Everyone has ADD, according to the doctors. It's like these kids won't pay attention in class. ADD, like ten percent, ten percent. They say ten percent of the population. But like, has dude, it. so many kids are being treated for ADD when they don't actually have it. Like, like I'm, um, I have uh, like medicine prescribed for ADD. Me too. And I like, I'm almost certain that I don't have it. I'm pretty sure it was just that in high school, I just don't, I'm not interested in school. Like, I'm not engaged. Like, I definitely agree that because of, like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs get misdiagnosed with ADD. Because uh, entrepreneurs, in, when they're in school, they don't want to be, fo- like, it's just not how an entrepreneurial mind works. You know, you want to be focusing on what you want to focus on to get you money. Like, you know, school, it's not directly applicable. You're not going to go take, like, you know, Egyptian or Roman hit well, Roman history, maybe. But you're not going to really go uh, Egyptian history. I like history. I like history, <laughs> 
but the, there's a lot of stuff like calculus. That's a perfect example. Fucking you're not going to go take yeah. and apply what you learn from calculus directly to being an entrepreneur. There's something to be said about how like learning math and that kind of those like very elaborate concepts, the very hard to grasp concepts. If you get them, it teaches you like, you know, you can apply the knowledge to more creative thinking and become better at what you're doing. That There's an argument to be made for that, but you're not like my underlying point is you're not directly applying exactly anything that you take from calculus to be to go in and making money for you but it's not just even making money or being an entrepreneur it's just nothing that interests me as a person like it's like uh i don't know it's like being forced to watch like a a busker in the streets like perform their act like, yeah no it's being forced to engage in something you're not interested in yeah that you're not passionate about that you can't fully immerse yourself in yeah, and that, I'm pre- like, I'm certain that's why I was prescribed medicine for that. Like, and I can only imagine how many kids are being diagnosed with it. Like, the parents, like, doctor or kid. So you think there's a problem with people, like, uh, yeah, I guess compl- overdiagnosis of ADHD or yes, ADD? Yes, yeah. I think that there's certainly is, because I don't think kids are, I think a lot of kids are starting to, not see the value in some of the things that they're learning. Okay, here's the, so here's the thing. I, it, they say 10% of people, all people have ADD. I do think that some people do get overdiagnosed. I'd say maybe like, it, but the thing is, I think the margin of error of that number is not more than 2%. More I think less. it's much higher. I don't think they're that off. I think they're super off because like if someone's not paying attention and it, and shit that like um something they're not interested in like a guidance counselor will rec like say to a parent like oh maybe like test them for adhd or add or something and the test (laughs) you got tested right i did the test is like do you have trouble focusing thing is though i'm sure yes (laughs) all right you have adhd (laughs) that's pretty much it yeah they give well I got it so long ago. But it was like, a, I actually, I don't even really fully remember all the questions that were on the test. I think it was like similar to an IQ test though, you know? Yeah. Well, like in, I remember in high school, there were people who would just be like, want to get the medicine just for studying, right? They, and they would just go to a doctor, be like, I can't focus. Like, I think I have ADHD. The doctor would be like, okay. Did that work? Uh, yo, yes. Dude, because they don't know how to, like... I'm pretty sure there's a $1,000 fee you have to pay one time, though, to get the thing, no? I don't know. I'm like sure that they... get the medication to start getting the prescriptions, and for the testing, too. Because the, the way I remember it is if you thought your kid had ADHD or you thought there was a thing, that your teacher would tell your parents, you know, and they'd be like, listen, we can get them... Te- like, you, you can get them tested, talk to your doctor. You know, your parents would go to the doctor. The doctor would be like, all right, you really want to get them tested? It costs, like, $1,000. You have I don't to go know. undergo all of these tests, you know. And then if you go and... It was not that It's like off. a threshold, you know. If you get a certain number of questions, like, right or wrong, you know, then um, you qualify for it. You're just over, like, the... You have to get, like, a... Seven, below a seven or a seventy or seventy five on like this test, but it was not that thorough though. It's so simple, like, because I remembered a bunch of like in high school, everyone wanted the medication, but no, like there very few people actually had undergone like the thing and could get them from the like, no, no, from no. a prescription I, unless their parents had really gone through the whole thing with them. You know, I'm talking about people like back at Northern before I transferred to oh, Harvard. Oh, not Harvard. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because those people would just buy it off of someone we knew at, at the second one. But, yeah, I just think it's a problem. Wow, how did we get here? Like That's always what happens, you know? These I know. conversations, they just go off on tangent, and then that one branches out to another one, and we end up somewhere like... Yeah, but that's... What was the topic we were first talking about? We were like, talking about Shopify. Times we failed. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's okay though. It's a good. It makes for a good conversation. You know? Yeah, it's, not, it's just no, authentic. No, it's, it's like organically how it would be if we were just talking. And we are just talking. Yeah, <laughs> except for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but this is just talking. I'm comfortable enough with you guys, you know, to talk about whatever. I'm comfortable. Right. I, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying though. It's the podcast is literally just us just talking, and there just also is a mic, you know, and they just get a, a like a a brief tidbit of what our conversation yeah. talked about you know a really organic kind of conversation mm-hmm. it's you know not like nothing's different for the pod yeah exactly i think that's a good place to end it and i think that we can because uh, we got to get going in a little bit but we're gonna look at jawadi's website do you want to plug it before yeah dinnerparties.ca check us out yeah go check them out um yeah gonna take a look at that before we head out to play some footy um yeah so stay tuned for any new episodes of Extra Time, What on Earth, the podcast, new, brand new strand featuring Evan Preto as the host. Our We're seat. everywhere, including all the sports industries. You know, we got commentators for every sport. That's just what it is. Yeah, I know. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be having more more of that coming soon. So uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys, and uh, talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm assuming you started listening in the morning. Yeah. <laughs>